Welcome to the St. Edward's Podcast, a church filled with the Holy Spirit. We hope that today's words will draw you closer to Christ Jesus. It's a powerful gospel reading, good for this time we're in. Stood out to me, do not be afraid. Those are good words for all of us to hear at this, these times we're in. Well, I don't know about you, but Romans and studying the book of Romans over the last month, and we've got about a month to go. And I hope that it's been an encouragement to you. There's so many, um, so much rich scripture in the book of Romans um, to go through, especially during this, this time, these times that we're in. So we'll continue Romans today, and today is from Romans chapter 10. In my family, we have a tradition on Sunday evenings. We have been doing this for around seven years or so. And that is that on Sunday evenings, we watch The Little House on the Prairie, um, the old Michael Landon series. You guys all remember that one? Um, the, maybe some of you watch it too. There are nine seasons, and we just finished them, so what are we going to do? We're going to watch them again. So that's, that's what we're doing. We're watching them all again. It's a great show. Well, anyways, one of the most exciting things that happens in the TV series, uh, it's just about in every season of it, it seems like, is when someone receives a letter. They run to the Walnut Grove Post Office. They check for mail every day in anticipation. And when they receive a letter, and when it's good news, they often hug the attendant at the post office. They find out a relative is coming, or an inheritance is coming, or a war is over. Some wonderful news from some far away place. And whatever the good news, the people rejoice. It was their primary way of receiving good news. Well, this gives us a little bit of an idea of what's going on at the end of our second reading from Romans. When St. Paul writes, how beautiful are the feet of those who bring good news. He's not actually talking about having a showcase of who has the best pedicure. That's not the, that's not the wonderful news. And he is quoting from the Old Testament book of Isaiah, specifically chapter 52, verse 7. So why this quote from Isaiah? Well, in this section of Isaiah, the prophet is writing about the salvation that is coming to Israel. A time when Israel was exiled in Babylon, taken against their will. The nation was sacked. Cities were destroyed. The people were captive in the land of their oppressor. But Isaiah the prophet declared that Yahweh will rescue his people from the oppressor. It is about the good news that Yahweh will deliver his people. Yahweh will bring salvation. And to get a bigger sense of the prophetic oracle that Isaiah is giving here, listen to, in context, verses 7 through 10. It says this, How beautiful on the mountains are the feet of those who bring good news. That's our quote. Who proclaim peace, who bring good tidings, who proclaim salvation, who say to Zion, Your God reigns. Listen, your watchmen lift up their voices. Together they shout for joy. When the Lord returns to Zion, they will see it with their own eyes. Burst into songs of joy together, you ruins of Jerusalem. For the Lord has comforted his people. He has redeemed Jerusalem. The Lord will lay bare his holy arm in the sight of all the nations, and all the ends of the earth will see the salvation 
of our God. In Isaiah 52, in the Old Testament context, it is a prophetic oracle about Yahweh's salvation, saving his people from the hand of the oppressor, the Babylonians. So why did St. Paul reference this text? Well, in Isaiah 52, in the New Testament reference that Paul uses, what he's describing is salvation through Jesus Christ from our oppression of sin and death. It is good news. Like the news of a war that has ended, the king is returning. The messengers have run on ahead with the news. We have won. The battle is won. What beautiful news, news of peace. A former Anglican priest wrote, if those who proclaim the good news of release from Babylonian exile were thus celebrated, how much more welcome the heralds of the gospel of Christ should be. So what is the good news according to St. Paul? It is that death and sin have been defeated in Jesus Christ. It is that the prophecies of the Old Testament have been fulfilled in the Messiah, Jesus the Christ. And Paul spells out who has heard the good news. It is those who believe and those who confess. He writes, if you declare with your mouth, Jesus is Lord, and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For it is with your heart that you believe and are justified, and it is with your mouth that you profess your faith, and you are saved. So there's good news that we can be saved from the oppression of sin and death through Jesus Christ. And we receive this salvation through belief and through confession. We believe in our hearts and we confess with our mouths. And then Paul declares that this salvation is for all the people who believe, both Jew and Gentile. Everyone who calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved, which he quotes from the prophet Joel. Now, if you remember from last week that the ninth and 10th and 11th chapters of Romans are focusing primarily on a question that he poses right at the beginning of chapter nine. What about Israel? This is all great news all the way running up, but the underlying question is what about Israel? That's one of the reasons he keeps quoting from the Old Testament. It's also his answer to the question is all people, both Jew and Gentile, are to believe and confess that Jesus is the Lord and Savior. So it's all who believe on the Lord Jesus, all who confess the Lord Jesus will be saved. And that's great. So how will people know to do this? How will they know? St. Paul asked the same questions. He says, how then sh can they call on the one they have not believed in? And how can they believe in one of whom they have not heard? And how can they hear without someone to proclaim him? And how can anyone proclaim him unless they are sent? So how is this going to happen? Well, who is sent? Who did Jesus send to share the good news of the gospel? And don't say Father Mark. <laughs> I'm part of it. The answer is every follower of Jesus. Jesus, at the very end of the Gospel of Matthew, commissioned his followers to go. He sent them out. He said, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you, Matthew chapter 28. And so he sends us. So how will they know? We are sent to tell them. 
Who are they? Anyone who does not yet know. Anyone who does not yet believe. And so we are to proclaim to all people the good news of the gospel so that they may believe and confess Jesus as their Lord and Savior. This is why in our post-communion prayer, in our right to service, we pray, send us now into the world in peace. That's not just a prayer that send us out into the world to help us not to get in a fight. It's not necessarily what it's talking about. Send us now into the world in peace, to the world. It is why the deacon into the world. It's why the procession at the end of worship is not called a recession. It is called the procession into the world. Because on the Lord's day, we come together to be filled up with the gospel by the power of the Holy Spirit so that we can go and share the good news to the world around us throughout the week. And the question for us today is this. Are we proclaiming the good news? How are we doing in our proclamation? It's not a question to bring judgment or condemnation, but it is to bring an assessment, a perspective. We all need that. I need that. To look at our lives. How is our proclamation of the gospel at work? What about at play? What about online? What about on social media? Would people even know that we are followers of Jesus? How about when we drive the car or in the grocery store? What about at home? How about when we watch the news? Does our life in our words and in deeds, our actions, proclaim the good news of the gospel. Again, St. Paul, how then can they call on the one they have not believed in? And how can they believe in the one of whom they have not heard? And how can they hear without someone to proclaim him? And how can anyone proclaim him unless they are sent? No matter what has happened this year, no matter what will happen this year, may we be bearers of the banner of Jesus Christ, people of hope, ready to share our belief, ready to confess our Lord Jesus to a world that needs good news. There's not a lot of good news out there, right? But we've got that good news. So may we declare it and share it. How beautiful are the feet of those who bring good news. Amen. Thank you for joining us in this conversation today. We will continue to pray that our teachings are impacting you for the kingdom of God. If you'd like to learn more about our community, you can find us on stedwardsepiscopal.com or on Facebook. And of course, we'd love for you to visit us in beautiful Mount Dora. May God's grace fill you as you go in peace.